Hi, thanks for joining us today at the Dr. Whisperer podcast. Happy to bring you Tampa Bay concierge doctor, Dr. Sade. Well, we had a lovely conversation before the podcast and during the podcast. So happy that he's right down the hallway, actually, from another favorite doctor of mine, Dr. Deepak Naidu, plastic surgeon. He's really in a good spot here in Tampa. It's an up-and-coming place to live, and we believe that medicine today is emerging, and people are really getting more in tune with having a great medical experience, and that is definitely what you will have. He is in a wonderful location in Tampa. He is an emergency medicine doctor, also internal medicine. Um, He's board certified. He brings over 20 years medical experience. You know, another overachiever doctor. We love them. So I hope you enjoy, and I hope you can check out um, this wonderful doctor at tampabayconciergedoctor.com. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I am very happy to be here in the beautiful Tampa Bay. Actually, we're in Tampa. I always say Tampa Bay because it's not just Tampa. It's Tampa Bay. It's all Tampa Bay. It's all Tampa Bay. But it is beautiful out today. It's a little chilly. We'll take it, though. We'll take the weather. We'll take this weather over any weather that's not Florida because we understand everybody's cold, especially watching those football games last night. It looked like people were freezing. There was smoke coming out of their mouths. It was. (laughs) So I am here at the wonderful Tampa Bay Concierge Doctor's Office. How does that sound? That sounds great. Does that sound good? <laughs> it sounds so professional. I'm looking at his logo, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> I, I love the logo, the branding, the whole kit and caboodle. So I'm here with Dr. Sade. Uh, thank you. Uh, pleasure to be here. Thank, thanks for coming out to the office. Oh, I'm, I love coming out to a concierge practice because I just think that this is the way medicine is going. Yeah. And I'm happy that you understand that the future is now. Yeah, it's 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 the new it's it's the new thought process mm-hmm. of getting healthcare out there to people who need it. So Absolutely. Yeah. So, we have been chatting here before while, this podcast right? <laughs> for about an hour, which for anybody that knows me, I know you're saying shocking. But um, what a great conversation we've been able to have. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's really nice when you, I always feel like you find your tribe when you meet people that have, you know, aspirations for more. Yeah. Like-minded people. Like-minded people that are excited about life, yep. excited about business, yep. and excited about change, right? Yeah. yeah. And you have had um, an interesting uh path to where you are today so selfishly you know i already know yeah right it's pretty cool but why don't you tell the audience about how you ended up here right here in yeah. tampa well in this beautiful office yeah it, well it was uh it, it wasn't the traditional path i guess i mean i grew up in philadelphia parents were very supportive they said do what you need do whatever you want to do you don't necessarily need to be a doctor and mm. so yeah, it's be, not common in your culture. It's not common, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you're you're definitely pushed to the sciences and, mm-hmm. the, and, and mathematics and engineering, mm-hmm. and and so I ended up doing chemistry and biology as a dual major in undergrad, and went and worked for Johnson and Johnson for a year as mm-hmm. a, as of all things an analytical chemist. My worst subject <laughs> ended up working there, and very quickly figured out that the corporate world wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And so within the first three months, of, I just said, uh, 
I'm going to go to med school. Med school. And, I, and so that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And so out, you know, out to Kansas City, Missouri for a year. Actually, Oof. two years. Two years. Chilly. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. cold. The pl- <laughs> winter's so cold. What is um, good about Kansas City, Missouri? Tell uh, us. The best. Oh, so I didn't think I would like it. But yeah. honestly, I'm, I've met. I met some of the nicest people. That's great. Friends who, you know, people who became friends I still keep in contact mm-hmm. with. My my best friend from college, he graduated a year after I did, came out and became and came out and went to the same med school. We roomed together. Oh, cool. I've known him. We were just talking about it. I've known him for 30 years. Wow, that's I great. talk to him every day. But the, <laughs> if you want to know really the best part about Kansas Tell me. Is, uh, it is lauded as having... The most amount of fountains in the world, right below Rome. Wow! Yeah, so there's a lot of fountains, and it's cool, and the architectural architecture's cool. Uh huh. I love architecture. Yeah. I love pictures of buildings, and we both have a, a fascination for Instagram. Yeah. We love Instagram, and um, I love looking at just pictures of buildings and fountains are yeah. I sit in front of one on my bike a lot yeah you know because it brings me such peace looking at the the water so that is pretty cool yeah, it's cool now there's a reason to go got it yeah yeah there's a reason <laughs> to go and and not the you know not to go too in depth but at the time when I went to medical school mm-hmm. I'm a child of the 80s so mm-hmm. um the the thing was there was a large deposit you had to put down. Mm. It was like five grand, non-refundable. So that school said yes. I interviewed at a bunch of other schools. And really, that school, it was really amazing the feeling you got when you interviewed there. Mm. There was one of the professors, she was, uh, and her name escapes me, I think it was Dr. Massad or something. Mm -hmm. But she took us around. There was a group of us interviewing. She took us around. We interviewed. It was like just a conversation like we're having. We Mm -hmm. had an interview. And we were waiting in this room, and she came in and sort of looked around and peeked and said, hey, she whispered, she's like, hey, they really liked you. You all are going to get a letter of acceptance. And I'm like, no other interview ever went that way. Right, right. So as with most most things in life, your first choice, your gut choice is is your best choice. Certainly. Yeah. And and everything. And everything, right? right. If we only paid attention to it more, right, <laughs> we'd probably not suffer from some of the mistakes that we've had through our career and our right. lives. Right, that gut is usually right. Yeah. Okay, so, so you go through med school. Yeah, I don't regret a minute in Kansas City. Love it. Back to Philadelphia for residency. Okay. Again, I'm such an underachiever. I did a dual residency. Oh boy, another one. Oh. Internal, internal medicine. <laughs> and he plays the guitar, and he's learning to be a pilot. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got I like anyone with a motor. Yeah. So people who people who are motivated, they yeah. have motors, they just keep going, they're mm-hmm. fascinating to talk to and that's kind of what I gravitate because that's who I am too. Yeah. Yeah, and then after well anyway, after residency, I worked for worked in Philadelphia for a few years mm-hmm. and my wife said, "Enough of the cold, we came here." And you have two beautiful children. Yep. A boy almost, and a girl. Almost out of high school. Nice. So, yeah. And where do they go to school? They go here in Tampa? They go, yeah, they go, uh, they go in, uh, uh, in uh, Trinity. Okay, yeah. Trinity. So just north of Tampa. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're in Tampa. And so, between the ER and another, hosp- uh, another office venture, I always had this feeling that I have to work for myself. Right. And so that's what led me. You had the entrepreneurial bug. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone, entrepreneurs have that kind of gut feeling Mm -hmm. that 
I mean, I call you it... You could do it better. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost an emptiness. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, it does get a little lonely at times. It is, but it's fulfilling, right? Yes, that's of course. The, that's the part about it that's so so enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got here. Um, now, the time well, I'm gonna, right. now, I'm going to have to talk about um, this partnership that you had. Sure. Mostly, so I, I typically have either doctors listening or maybe nurse practitioners listening um, sometimes it's just patients, you know, yeah. regular people wanting to know about the medical industry. And I have found through consulting for the last five years um, and working in this industry for a long time that um, partnerships are one of the most difficult. So tough. Right? Because so we're tough. really, I mean, if more people would think of it as like a relationship, yeah. like just a personal relationship <laughs> and who somebody is and you know, not making a quick decision before you go into business because going into business is it's like a marriage, yeah. you know, and you really have to know who they are and do they align with your philosophies and, um, and it tends not always to work. Yeah. And, and I learned that yeah, the hard way the first yeah. problems I had. And you're not alone. Yeah. No, 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 not everyone <laughs> yeah. is. And and like we talked before, the practice was very successful. Mm-hmm. Partnership, not so much. Right. Um, but... You learn, mm-hmm. you move on. Um, Probably one of the greatest things that have happened yeah. to you because yeah. you learned from it. You did. Right? Yeah, we did. And we learned a lot of business. Yeah. And um, we the, the biggest thing, if I could give some advice, mm-hmm. is have an exit strategy. Mm. If you're going to go into partnership, have an exit strategy. We didn't have an exit strategy. Yeah. And that's, you know, that right. was a difficult part. Well, most so. people that go into business, you, you're not thinking of the exit. You're thinking of the start. You're exactly. thinking of the entrance. Yeah. But the you, first act. And it really should be. Yeah. When you are building your business, you should be thinking about how you're going to exit. Yeah. And I think that that is a very important tip. Um, no matter what, if you're just thinking about starting something today, you should be thinking about how you're going to sell it. Yeah. Or if you're in a partnership you know, buy sell agreements exactly. and having the right what attorneys if, and having the right people yes. um, that you trust around you, yes. which is is not always easy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's a difficult conversation to have, and mm-hmm. maybe you know, but maybe that's why we were avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you yeah, it's like talking about a prenup. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> right. But it, it, that was a very important lesson. Sure. And we, you have to you know, protect your assets. Right. And you learn from it. And you learn from it. You move on. So you moved on. The seeds were sown. Yes. And, and you know, in that interim period over a few years between then and now, um, there, the healthcare, the healthcare trend, mm-hmm. reimbursements go, are going down. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing a whole lot of sole practitioners out there, right? Um, because the economics, the reality is, the economics of, of a medical practice are difficult. Yes, they are. Um, so, my philosophy coming out and doing another practice mm-hmm. was build a micro practice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keep an eye on your overhead. Yes. Um, in the beginning. It's, it is me, you know, right mm-hmm. now it's me and a, and, and a nurse. Well, you went, let, before we get to that, because yeah. I, the office is beautiful, so thank congratulations. You. Thank you, thank you. It certainly looks really nice. It's nice to know the people inside are nice, too. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, you went, you were doing some ER medicine. You're still yeah. doing mm-hmm. that, still which doing is very on typical. The, on the weekends, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's, it's actually a better idea to have something um, on the side when yeah. you're going into a, a venture, because you need capital. You do. Right? You do. And there's a lot of things that you need. I just listed, um, I have another, an interview um, that somebody wants to do with me about 
giving help to medical students, right? And mm-hmm. what they should be thinking about if they're going into business. Mm-hmm. And it was very easy for me to build this list, but there were so many things. I didn't want to scare the person that was going to interview me. Right, <laughs> so right. I kept it to five. But um, there is so much to consider. You yeah. know, your location, yeah. uh, your capital, your budget, your yeah. marketing budget, yeah. who you're going to hire, exactly. your CPA. Are you going to have an S-Corp or not, you know, an LLC? So... So you decided now that you want to open up a concierge mm-hmm. medical practice right. in Tampa. Yes. Okay. So tell them about that. What did that look like to you in your brain? To, in, <laughs> right. So in my in my brain, it was always um, about access. Right. You know, and and come and people coming. Let's use the ER as an example mm-hmm. because that's where this that's where some of these seeds were sown. Sure. You see, I see a lot of people, or saw a lot of people in the ER. That came, that would come and say, "Well, I can't get into my doctor. Right. It's been three months. It's three weeks. Three yeah. months. They won't return a phone call." I know. And and you know these are these are people. You know, they're, they're sick. They're sick. Yeah, they need something yeah, now. They need something. Nobody so, wants to hear when they're really sick that you have to wait three weeks. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so for me, that was the foundation sure. that accessibility. Mm-hmm. And so I built the practice around accessibility. Mm-hmm. You know, from all the. From all the tech we have, mm-hmm. you know, we have a direct messaging app, Write to Me. Mm-hmm. You know, the website you can you can book online. You know, mm-hmm. it's accessibility. Right. The most important part is, I give the patients time. Right. You know, as much time as you need. Mm-hmm. We book around them. We build enough of a buffer. Right. Economically, what do you have to do? The con. The, economically, what what you have to do is with the con, with the concierge thought process. Is it's a hybrid model, mm-hmm. so I take insur- we take insurances, mm-hmm. and then we offset with the concierge part, which is more of a cash based retainer model, okay. reasonable fees, mm-hmm. and that's do you, what, do you feel comfortable talking about your fees? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Let's hear it. Absolutely, it's it's a very simple tiered model based mm-hmm. on age. Mm-hmm. So you know your younger. Patients, it's a hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Middle, a little middle of the road. Less than a cable bill. Less than a cable bill. And the they're, they're cutting get, the cord anyway, right? The yeah. millennials. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Right. So they're, we'll. They're, they're so the exact streaming. amount that you're going to spend at Starbucks in a month. Yeah. Maybe maybe you're going to spend more actually at and, Starbucks. And a lot and and more than you're going to spend. I mean, less than you're going to spend in your deductible. For sure. You know, for mm-hmm. sure. So that's that was the thought process, mm-hmm. and then the rest of them. The other part was, so it's 100, 150, 200 if you're 65 and over. Right, so. which is reasonable, very reasonable. Yeah, it's per month, and we don't charge mm-hmm. your insurance for what that. What comes with it? What comes with that $200 a month? So it's it's immediate access to, to me, basically. Mm-hmm. You get my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there's health and wellness services that you just can't get with your insurances that are just built into that part of the practice. That preventative side. The preventative side. Right. So yeah. why don't we tell them about one of my favorite things that you have here is the IV therapy. Yeah. So the... Yeah. I love know, that. Why vitamin you, drips, right? Yes. Yeah. Vitamin drips are great. You know, I... Being in the medical field for as long as I have and having absolutely no clinical background, and I'm quite proud of that. I stick to what I'm good at. I stay in my lane. I... I don't really like to take medicine, yeah. and I don't um, like going to the doctor. I just don't. I, I'd rather um, prevent anything from happening, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. nutrition, nutrition, um, working out, um, natural light, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, taking care of my mental health, and I think that everything else 
is a, a bonus, right? But if I was sick, I'm going to the doctor and I'm, I'm not even going to mess around. Right. Like I'm not going to spend any time trying to figure out some type of remedy. But I love the IV drip because yeah. I know how beneficial it is. And for anybody that travels especially... Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of um, business owners here in Tampa that would benefit greatly from the IV therapy because I know when I get on a plane, the first thing I think about isn't legroom. It's yeah. germs. It's germs and, and <laughs> right. hydration because yes. the air is so, so dry. You're Absolutely. Gonna, you're going to dehydrate very quickly. But Yes. Yeah. So and you it, have the IV therapy. You also mm-hmm. do some aesthetics. Well, yeah. A, a little, little help with weight loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weight loss, some hormone therapy. You know, Great. things, wellness, preventive things, people mm-hmm. you know, who want that, we we offer those services. And what about that really cool ultrasound machine you have? <laughs> right. So <laughs> technology lives here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a tech guy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just love tech mm-hmm. and I like to use it appropriately. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, and I love any, I love any company that's pushing the envelope Yeah. and disrupting, disrupting. Mm-hmm. And so butterfly networks, butterfly IQ, they put out an ultrasound. It's handheld. Mm-hmm. It's in your pocket. It's amazing. It's dirt cheap. And everyone should just, every physician should just get one. Absolutely. Because, you know, obviously I'm not going, I'm, I'm not going to build some, build the insurance for it, mm-hmm. right? Because that's a whole other set of, mm-hmm. you know, issues. But if someone comes to the office, they have a complaint, I can pull out, that's appropriate for an ultrasound, mm-hmm. I can pull it out, do a quick look. Yeah. And then we know right away. Now, will you charge them for that extra? No, 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 no. There's no charge. Okay. No. That's no, what I was that's saying. Nice. There's, there's no reason to charge someone. It's 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 part of your you know it's it's part of your overall exam. process mm-hmm. for the patient your exam mm-hmm. if, what about for insurance if it's an insurance patient no no yeah. i wouldn't charge them either for it we don't charge them either. okay everybody we have just found out he's actually a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying that anybody that would charge would not be a nice guy i have to be politically correct sometimes i get in trouble yeah but um i, I think that's great i think it is a benefit that you can give extra value it's huge that doesn't cost any extra yeah and it, it and it's so beneficial for the patient because how many times do i see a patient a little bit older mm-hmm. in that age group they've got belly pain kind mm-hmm. of going into their back and i go okay well i'm gonna have to send you out for an ultrasound right yeah um technically i will still have to send you out for an mm-hmm. ultrasound right. for mm-hmm. an official reading sure. mm-hmm. but but if i can quick look your belly and i know mm-hmm. it's not your aorta right you know then we've got then that's a different pathway right. we can take and we have a little bit of time but you know, if it's your aorta, I'm going to send you the ER right away. Right. You know, and so that kind of that kind of stuff is really important mm-hmm. um, that you can do in the office. So, so. because um, they, the audience doesn't have the luxury of seeing what I see, um, I think this is very important. So we're going to give value, right? We're going to give value yeah. to people listening. The aesthetics of, of this place, it's beautiful. I mean, everything, obviously, you were meticulous about. I walk in, I see the big Apple computer. sitting at the desk um you know the floors are are new and it's very modern there's a lot of your personality hanging up you have guitars and for better for pictures of of um, (laughs) actors i thought um frank sinatra it was frank sinatra but it actually wasn't it was uh liam neeson sean connery Connery. oh my god i got it wrong again okay i do think liam and sean have a lot of things in common though yeah yeah right they play a similar part in the movies but I think it's great that you incorporated your personality within the practice because people will come to you mostly, yes, of course, your credentials of being a yeah. physician are important, but um, because you're easy to talk to and you're nice and 
And you can talk about things that are not just medical, which yeah, is really it's, a it's, gift. It, it's a, well, it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, certainly, I, I you want someone when they walk in, you want to have that conversation like they knew you, right? Forever, even right. if you're brand new, right? And for some people, it's difficult. But I like talking to people. Mm-hmm. I just like to talk. Right, <laughs> it's a good thing. Yeah. That's why we're doing a podcast. Yeah, and if it's about you know, if it's about what you know, what you did this weekend, or yeah. you know, we'll mix in the medicine part in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a nice kind of dance. You weave it in, and yeah. and so there's not so much clinical. There's not a clinical aspect to it. Yeah, you want that's part of the. I mean, it's it's just you be, should know your doctor. It's just being part of well, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's, it's part of being human. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's just it's not hey. You know, I'm going to take your heart rate. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Here's a ch- I'm going to write this prescription. Yeah. No, it's it should flow. It sh- it gives me more insight mm-hmm. into into the patient, into you as a person in mm-hmm. your background. I do house calls. I mm-hmm. I love going to people's homes. So great. And going mm-hmm. and and seeing their environment. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that you know that'll click. Yeah, it paints so, a picture yeah, for you. Yeah, paints a picture, mm-hmm. and some things will click. You know, oh yeah, they've been complaining about this. Right. I kind of get it now. Yeah. Know, so. Oh, sure. Yeah. You can probably see a lot of um, reasons for hypertension and such are yeah. due exactly. to stress. Or exactly. you find out if they're having marital problems or maybe their kids are having trouble in yeah. school. Something so, so, even subtle stuff. Yeah. yeah. The picture is, is yeah. very important. So because... Um, as a whole. Yes. Yeah. That's, well, the whole patient. Wouldn't that be nice if that's what doctors were allowed time to do right, yeah, and you that's have like ten minutes when you're in a managed care run practice, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, you taking insurance as well has been a benefit. Would you say that right now, you're because you, you've only just moved here mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. so it's just been a few months? And um, are you getting more patients that have insurance, or are they paying cash? It's more, you know, it's a mixture actually. Yeah. It's been half and half. Okay, honestly, it's been half and half. I thought it'd be more insurances mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it's been half and half. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it's definitely when you talk to your insured patients, you have to, they're still in that mindset that mm-hmm. I have that card, like we mm-hmm. talked earlier, yes. I have that card and this is, I'm going to call you and I'm going to see him with my copay. And, right. And so, um, I, I, I built this hybrid model and it balances, you know, both mm-hmm. patient, both patient sets, mm-hmm. membership and insurance, it balances. Mm-hmm. So I have enough time for everybody. It's so great. So how many patients are you seeing a day on average uh, on your busy day, which yeah. is going to make a lot of doctors jealous uh, if they listen? I, well, we've been open two months. Right. And so if I were to say we were successful from day one, I would probably punch myself in the face because <laughs> I hate when people say that right. because it's a long road. It takes a while. It mm-hmm. takes years to build mm-hmm. a practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I say we're seeing... You know, if we're seeing two, three a day, mm-hmm. two months out, we're ahead of the curve. Right. You know, I, I would, and, and I don't want to see 20 people a day. Right. So. You've done that already. Yeah. Done yeah. it. Still doing it on the weekends. Yeah, on the weekends. Yeah. yeah. So two, three a day and we're building every, yep. you know, every week is something new and we're building. Mm-hmm. And so slow growth and enough, mm-hmm. enough time for everybody. And so when we, when we max out. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in in the next year or two, then you know it'll be a it'll be a great feeling. Yeah, well, we started from nothing, right? Yeah, know. and and had the patience to to know that you have to build something build in it. order for yeah. it to be great, and it's about your relationships that you have. Yep. And um, I know that 
it's not it's so not the norm right to to say three patients a day or five patients a day and that um definition of success that we were speaking of yeah. before um is so important like if i know so many doctors today that are just literally stressed like yeah. they don't have any lives you know they don't they're questioning why they got into medicine they're they're looking for a way out or um and people aren't even encouraged really to yeah. to go into it uh, like before, there's certainly a need, uh, a vast need, especially in the primary um, and internal medicine arena. But the level of success isn't always financial gains, although you can make an amazing, you can actually do better if you go into concierge or a membership type yeah. model. I mean, you, but your stress is... Your stress is different. I mean... And you feel good probably new, about what you're, you're doing. I feel very good, right? Yeah. And it's not about... It's not about um, escaping mm -hmm. from what you're doing or yeah. trying to get trying to get out I can't wait for Friday yeah exactly <laughs> so instead of thinking along those lines mm -hmm. you what you need to think is how do I restructure my life mm -hmm. uh, so I so I don't feel that way mm -hmm. and so I feel good about going to work I feel good about taking pay, care of patients sure and and that's what adds value to the patient it adds value to your life and makes mm -hmm. you make whatever makes you happy that's your success sure everything else will come right you're not chasing the dollar yeah you're chasing the relationship, the patient, doing better for mm -hmm. yourself, doing better for your family, doing better, for, you know, whatever you're chasing. Right. You know, the dollar is should be last on your list. Absolutely. Should be absolutely last on your list. Well, you invest so much time in school. I mean, we talked about how much, you know, debt yeah. you were in. And, yeah. and every physician I've ever met, I Everyone. mean, years and years and years before they can pay off their student loans. Mm -hmm. So you're going in with this, like, I have to make... Yeah. A certain amount of money, not just to pay back my loans, yeah. but you know, to build a family, to pay for the buy a house. Buy a house. Mm. I mean, there's so much pressure. So, I mean, I think it it would be so great to hear more of these conversations when you know uh, there's medical students around, yeah. right? To really think about the trajectory of your life, right, right. They, not just like I want to be a dermatologist. Mm -hmm. You know, you there's because there's so much more. You've had the great experience of it, leaving med school and then going into hospital-based practice and um, your own practice mm -hmm. with a partner and then this. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't spend too long, which is good <laughs> because you, you realize that you know you needed to be happier more than you needed to, uh, to deal with yeah. uh, what goes along with trying to struggle in a medical practice. But I think that you know, more people need to understand that you really have to think it through. And, and speaking to people like yourself is a great advantage. Yeah, and that's, and I get a lot of, not ideas, but encouragement from other people who, who are going through the same thing. Sure. And and we exchange information, mm -hmm. and there's no real competition like mm -hmm. you talked. And we're, we're just, you know, like-minded people exchanging ideas and mm -hmm. helping each other in some way. Yeah. And there isn't any of that in medical school. You're too busy learning the medic medicine. Yes. Yes. You know, no one tells you how to run a practice. No one tells you about insurances. No one mm -hmm. tells you how to code, yeah. you know, code an office visit. Mm -hmm. or, and it's probably, you know, the way medicine is structured now with, with managed care, that's really important. So important. You know, and, I know. And you don't understand that coming out of medical school. How yeah. many times, you know, my first office, I, we got a, a, a denial. And I'm looking at it and going, why was this denied? I coded, <laughs> right? Right. And then you... And then there's modifiers in this. I know. And Whoever adds... thought you'd ever even have to say the word modifier? I know. Right? I know. <laughs> so, but it's 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 part of that it's part of that game. Yes. And well, the, there's the other piece of that, right? If 
if that's the case and you realize that you're just going to stay clinical, which is it's some, fine. That's fine. Right? And that's mm-hmm. what you should do. Yeah, absolutely. And you should hire people right. that can help you do everything else. Yes. The disadvantage for most physicians is thinking that you can do everything. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But you can't. And we all have to understand this is where that self-awareness comes in, right? What are we good at? Right. And and let's, let's stay in our lane. Yes. So if you're really a great clinician and, you know, you don't know anything about numbers, say, mm-hmm. you, you should probably just you hire somebody immediately that can do that. You need a billing company, yes. you need all that. Yeah. You really do because it it's flowing. hard enough to build a yep. practice, but to think that you can do it without help is... Well, it's just ignorant, I think, yeah. right? And, you know, honestly, in the beginning, I'm I'm doing everything as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And as we grow, I'll just offload all the stuff I don't really have an interest mm-hmm. in doing. Oh, yeah, but, I think you're right doing it that way. Yeah, I mean, you need to know your numbers. Mm-hmm. You, you do. You, you need to understand the back-end mm-hmm. business of it, even though, even if you're not going to do it, mm-hmm. you, you at least need to have... A little understanding of it. You really do, so. considering how much you know embezzlement. Yeah. And um, you know, finding out that maybe that person that you've known for thirty years isn't yeah. as trustworthy as you would have liked. Because we hear that too much. You know, yeah. it's happened to so many people that we know. Oh, absolutely. And we read about it a lot. So um, there's so much to understand, and and I. I think it's wonderful. I want to congratulate you for... Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled his eyes. You didn't see that. Okay. Well, I don't know. Talk to me in a year, Sharon. <laughs> no, no. I, it's, it's fun, right? I mean, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. I like to be hands-on. That's mm-hmm. my motor. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, every day you got that. You kind of, At some point during the day, my stomach goes, oh. Yeah, I know. You know? Yes. But if you're not... If, if you're not of that entrepreneurial mindset mm-hmm. and you don't have that feeling in your yeah. stomach, even someone who's successful and a millionaire or whatever, they all have that feeling every Absolutely. day. Because the four can drop any time. That's right. And, and so, if you feel fear, yeah. you should go for it even more. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, And that's probably what you have felt yeah. many times. Yeah. So you know you're doing the right thing. And when you don't feel any of that... You got to shift or pivot. Then, then you're complacent. You, yes, and you're not you're you're not actively involved yes. in your own business. Yes, and that's a problem. Well, you know, I think that the mindset we've talked about a lot more previous to this getting on this podcast, but um, maybe that'll be more <laughs> part, part three, two or part, part three. three or part four. <laughs> but I do think that um, you really have to understand the commitment that you're making. Yep. Anybody that thinks that. You could put a timeline on how successful a practice can be. You're, you're really fooling yourself. You have to put in the work. Yeah. And it's a lot. You know, when anybody asks me, um, what should I do first? Mm-hmm. I say everything. <laughs> yeah. Because there actually isn't just one thing you have to do. You have to do it all. No. And there's... and. It's all a matter of how much you want to how much you want to take on yourself. Right. There's resources out there. Mm-hmm. There's checklists. There's people you you know. There's consulting companies. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just bite off a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took it from conception to construction to opening. It took a year. Yeah. November to November. Were you promised a year? How long will you promise with construction? Yeah. <laughs> right. He's rolling his eyes again. You see. <laughs> All my docs say the same thing. They go, Sharon, it's going to be done in four months. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're so sweet yeah, to think that. I still have two doors that aren't right. in here. So. <laughs> right. But uh, but the reality is... You life know, happens. Life happens. Yes. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that that was the ebb and flow of this practice yeah. it it was it was it was a year that's what it was and yeah. um and know, probably worth it and just go with it mm-hmm. and it gave it you know it gave me time it gave us time to to get the insurances on board so right. we could open with some insurances mm-hmm. ready to go and you know get every little detail done and do some fine tuning mm-hmm. you know so that was that was our path that was our path a year was our path right and that's fine yeah so. and you were able to pick out the right um i mean you're using a software that you really like now yep. mm-hmm. um what what's the name of that dr chrono dr chrono yeah ipad and and digital everything is amazing mm-hmm. and um they're another healthcare they're an EMR company that's disrupting healthcare, yeah. right? So yeah. they partnered with Apple officially. Nice. Um, so for the patients, the the process is mm-hmm. seamless mm-hmm. Um, from making an appointment mm-hmm. to getting a hold of me, mm-hmm. you know. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah. And HIPAA compliant. HIPAA compliant. Yeah, completely. which is a very, very smart yeah. thing to have, you know. That was one of the things on my bullet list, like an IT guy is actually really important. Or, or at least making sure that everything before you start is HIPAA compliant because that can get everybody in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But um, before we wrap up, um, why don't we, is there anything that you want your audience to know about you? Um, you know, the, 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 the thing I would say is um, when you're looking for, when you're looking for a doctor, mm-hmm. right, go in, talk to them, mm-hmm. make sure you click, mm-hmm. make sure that you're aligned with mm-hmm. the same goals um and you know in in this day and age you have choices you sure do so make sure they're honest with you and they're mm-hmm. not trying to sell you something and they spend enough time with you mm-hmm. um and, and that's that's the most important thing time is your biggest commodity yes it right is. and so my my promise to my patients and it's on my website is mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take as much time as i need with you right and and that's my promise yeah yeah so that's that's the important thing i for me even when i'm look when i'm looking for something time yeah you know absolutely. your time's important so let's let's work together oh it's so nice to hear i can't tell you how many people say sharon they don't think that my time is valuable well this doctor does and i i just want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me today my it's, pleasure. Yeah, it's yeah. been great. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to have some here. pictures and yeah. I'll post them for everybody to see on the Dr. Whisper uh, Facebook and Instagram. Well, everywhere, actually. That's where I am. Um, except Pinterest. You'll never find me on Pinterest. No. no I, I'm not creative that way. So uh, thanks so much. And I, you, I look Sarah. forward to seeing you again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much Take for your care. time today. Bye. Bye.